BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Alexis, I like your um, sparkly little number you've got going on today. Oh, this is an Adidas um, sweatshirt. Yeah. But people have accused me of it being fake Adidas. Oh. Why? Because of the sparkly little cherries. But it was some collab they did. But I thought it was so cute. But now cool. I realize it looks like a knockoff. It looks it, like maybe you like DIY'd the patch. I yeah, didn't. it did. It is. Very, I got it from Nordstrom Rack. I like it. It's very interesting. She's wearing a sequent patch, little three triple cherries on her Adidas sweatshirt. Kind of feels sexy. Sexy? Cherries. Yeah. Isn't there some connotation there? Why are cherries sexual? Because you time in a knot with your tongue? No, I think they used to... It's like a virgin thing. Like Papa Cherries was the... Oh. Which is so fucking gross. So so gross. Ew. Let's get rid of all that. I just actually thought about that. You're welcome. Gross. Um, You're welcome. Hi. 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 How are we feeling today? Oh, really great. Yeah? Yeah. Summer's full swing. Yeah. Oh, I, it's my favorite time of the year. I got home from Mexico yesterday. I had the best time. Oh, oh my gosh. Mexico. Mexico. We're going to Vegas next weekend to celebrate your bachelorette oh and bachelor. This is party. just when things start popping off for us. This might this be year. the last you ever hear from me. <laughs> Dude, I might not make it through Vegas. To be I'm honest. scared for us all, to be honest. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait to gamble. I'm very nervous. Yeah. In a good way. Getting all of our best friends in Vegas together. Uh, what could go wrong? Way. Yeah. What could go God, wrong? I can't wait to meet Vegas Matt. Wow. I have no idea what who he's going to be I in know, Vegas. because you guys were a COVID couple. You haven't traveled that much together. We have, like, domestically. Yeah. Mexico's our first, was our first <laughs> international trip. It was yeah. excellent. But, you know, we've been to, like, Atlanta. We've been to Tahoe. We've been to Texas. You know, all that stuff. But, no... But Vegas is something else completely. Oh, it really oh, is. Oh, Vegas is its own beast. Right. Like, you don't know how your partner is with gambling or staying up all night or, like, yeah. all of Vegas's temptations. Yes. I'm just eager Sin to see. city, baby. I'm eager to see if he can, like, stay up because he's been, like, getting a full eight hours plus a three-hour nap per day. <laughs> Damn, So, I'm like, dude. Is he, maybe he's saving up. <laughs> the guy can sleep. The man took a four-hour nap yesterday. That is insane. And he wasn't even out late. I went out the night before, and he didn't. <laughs> I, I get a good six hours and a maybe mid-afternoon panic attack. <gasps> That's where yeah, I'm the at. man has that's impressive. Some I don't even. I don't even know if I really hit REM sleep. REM God damn, sleep. that's so impressive. I don't make it to REM very often. He's like either. a no. newborn babe. He really that's is. why his skin looks so good. So much regeneration yeah. happening. I know because he's like actually <laughs> really is. He's, he's he's like getting new cells every two years instead of the seven. I that know all of us are. God, it must like be nice. Benjamin Button. He that's doesn't right. have the the horrors of women's minds racing no. when he's sleeping. 
No, the man can fall asleep like in 30 seconds. God, must be nice. Um, well, before we jump into the day, just of course we have to plug Patreon. So first of all, those of you already on Patreon, you're seeing us right now. Thank you so much for being here. We are growing more and more close in enmeshed with our Patreon family because we just love creating the content that we're able to create there. Yeah. Um, we have video, obviously, for Killing Time. You will also get another episode per week if you're a Patreon subscriber, like a fully researched true crime episode per week. And also, we have a lot of multi-part episodes coming down the pipeline. You'll get all of them at once. When a part one drops for everyone else, you're going to get all the parts at once so you don't have to wait. You can binge them all then. Yep. Lots of perks. And any other thing that comes up, like we're going to have a meetup in Chicago, it's looking like. like yeah. You'll have first access to all the things that you want to get involved in. Patreon's sort of the place. It's the place to be. And for a measly $10, be. you know? I know $10 isn't nothing, yeah. but- we put a lot of work and care into it, so you will feel that. Yeah, like, you're getting you a lot out like, of it. Exactly. And we, we actually basically put the same amount of effort that goes into our main feed. Ex- over it's there. almost so, exactly oh, the yeah. same. So it's it's definitely and the library is growing like crazy. Every week it just gets bigger and bigger. So. Right. God, we've got lots of content out we there sure do. in the world, mm-hmm. in the universe. Hope you don't feel saturated because we're gonna keep it coming. Keep it. You coming. can just make this podcast your whole identity. Yeah. Literally three it's days mine. a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same. Okay. So do you want to get into the day today? Absolutely. The day is June 8th. Ah, it's so nice. Uh, But I'm going to tell you some facts. In 1786, commercially made ice cream was first advertised. A great day, not dark day. Thank God. I know. That's a light day. There's one thing I love. It's ice cream. That's fucking right. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? I love a good ice cream. Same. Uh, Our invention for the day. 1824, the washing machine was patented by Noah Cushing of Quebec. Wow. Yeah. A Canadian. A Canadian yes. said, I'm sick of doing this by hand. And 1824, the washing machine. That seems like it's 20 years ago. But imagine all of the washing that needed to happen. Well, I'm mm. sure people weren't washing their clothes that often. I don't know. You're probably getting stinky. Yeah. People were in the 1800s. We're white yes. very much. Think about how just throwing clothes in that bin, or it's like such an inconvenience. I imagine know. you had to like walk down to the river and then like hang them up. And they never really got washed. Because you're washing them in a dirty river. I would have went dirty all the time. I'd be a nudist. Yeah. Get rid of clothes. There you go. That's the problem. I'd be so cold. I'd be cold if I was a nudist if it was 90 degrees out. It'd still be cold. <laughs> yeah. You get a chill if you're in the shade, for sure. Uh, we got a double invention. 1869. Yves. I-V-E-S. How do you pronounce that? V. Yves. Is it like V. St. Laurent? I think it's Yves. Is it Y-V-E-S? Or V. I-V-E-S. Ivy, I think Eve or V, whatever. This guy from Chicago patents the first vacuum cleaner and calls it a sweeping machine. Whoa. Sweeping machine. We're really getting into like productivity around the house on June 1st. I have a fun fact. What? The word vacuum is the only word in the English language with a double U. Wow. The only word. Interesting. So I'm, you know. Who came up with that word? Seems like it's a weird one. Vacuum. It sounds French. Vacuum. But it's an English word now, and it's yeah. the only one like it. Wow. Interesting. That is a good wrinkle in the brain. Glad that he called it a sweeping machine and not a sucking machine. I thought it was sucking machine, yeah. but yeah, sweeping machine is better. Yeah. Sucking machine <laughs> is something else. No. Okay. Yep. In 1963, the American Heart Association uh, airs its first agency to campaign against cigarettes, which is a kind of, I mean, it's a good move, but like we haven't gotten that far. And in 1968, James Earl Ray is arrested for conspiracy and murder related to the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Well, 
he should be in trouble for that. Uh, he, uh, well, yeah. Yes. Dr. King was doing some fantastic yeah. things. Yes. And uh, you know who had a really good um, episode about Martin Luther King Jr. was Rabia and Ellen. Ellen. Marsh. Yeah. Their new podcast. They did a really good deep dive into Martin Luther King Jr. They did. Recently. Did they talk about his philandering? I don't know. He was a big adulterer. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, this is one of the, like every single person you put on a pedestal. Oh, it doesn't like, matter. They're, they're all not fucked perfect. Up. And yeah. you can be an incredible civil rights leader. Yeah. You can be an inspirational social justice changer and still not be perfect. And he was a cheater. Well, that, that, he yeah. cheated on his wife constantly. Like, he had to address it publicly, which I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, me neither. It was like sort of his dark side, you yeah. know? But nobody's perfect. Like, no. And that's one great example of like where it's just going with He's the greater human. good is what you know that's how history is gonna go yeah you know? well he's an inspirational man and he was he's a martyr i mean right. he was yeah. his life was taken when he was trying to change move the needle right yeah. like so that doesn't undermine his accomplishments we're no, all human baby we're all human and uh the last one is 1994 joel rifkin was sentenced to 27 years by little seinfeld reference for that he's one a too. terrifying man so scary um we have a good episode on joel rifkin we do. i think we have a two-parter yeah. Oh, back in the day, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah no, it it's very old, but it's a great up. Um, before we get into the kind of deep dive, I want Jared to read June 8th June as chat GBT describes. Let's get gloomy. All right. June 8th. Let's get gloomy. <laughs> June 8th. A cruel mockery of summer. <laughs> the scorching sun, annoying birds and allergy inducing flowers yes. taunt us relentlessly. Outdoor activities become painful endeavors from... <laughs> Sweating profusely, I, yeah, yeah, Jared. To battling mosquitoes, yeah. Street markets offer overpriced, rot-prone produce, <laughs> while cafes spill tables for us to sweat over. Wow, wow. Hiking trails lead to dehydration and delirium. <laughs> Beaches to sunburn and cancer fears. I did this was did I write this? This is written for you. The skies fiery hues <laughs> laugh at our futile escape attempts. June 8th, a day that darkly jests at our suffering amidst the relentless relentless summer heat. We might have to do this in our real episodes. I mean... Or be like, what? we should ask chat GPT I'll find CPT, a, I'll, what happens on that day. And they might be able to pull like yeah. from the whole interwebs. Yeah, I think I'll, we'll, we need a new a refresh of kind of the introduction of the day. Given this new tool, how can we not? I mean, we could do anything. I was much. I was really wondering how I could incorporate ChatGBT into my life, and I think this was a good introduction. Yeah, because I was having a lot of fun with like going back and forth with it, which I think is like the whole. I love part. reading them. Keep them coming. I mean, I think it would also be super fun if, for every killing time, we did like a mid-journey image. What do you Ooh. mean? Oh yes, yeah. like maybe something to post on social media that's like describing what we talked about, yes. like an image where there's this and this and this and this, and it's. Jack Vanek feet pick. And in the caption, we can put the prompt that we did. And mm. I love that. The picture. Yes. yes. I'll, do, I'll do one per week. Yeah, I love that. See, so funny. we're really getting Chad GBT into We're getting lives. AI involved. We're getting AI we involved. Just, I mean, it's I don't want to, but uh, unfortunately, we have to. Dude, I also got selected in, to be like one of the Google labs. They're trying their AI ad on me. Did I tell you this? How did you get selected? They just ran. It popped up. Probably because how much time she spends in Google Docs. Google Docs because of all these oh, things. So yeah. it sent me... Like it was just a prompt one day and they yeah. sent me an email. They're like, you've been selected to like beta test 
Google Google's AI. Yeah. And I haven't really done anything with it yet because I have not time, but I intend to try it. Oh, I can't wait to see what Me you too. find. Mm, I spooky. like that we're incorporating all this stuff because when the robot overlords finally take over, they'll see that we were friendly. We need to know the prompts. We got to learn the prompts. Mm. Yes. yes. That's how that's the communication that it, tool. It is a little bit confusing at first, but I think once I you're in, you're in. I started a spreadsheet. About what? For so like for Midjourney, and for those of you listening, Midjourney is a Discord server which is AI generated imagery and you type what you want to see. Yeah. And, but you can type like red camera, um, cinema, 4k, like it knows what cameras would make things look like, you know, super realistic pixel art, pop art. Like there are so many. And I like, every time I come up with a really cool prompt, I screenshot it in the prompt and I put it on like a note that I created. Oh yeah. But you can also, so you go through everybody else's because it's like a live it, it's like a live is chat it all on public you can't do it privately you cannot do it privately that's pro- probably smart <laughs> but i did try um jack yeah. vanick and alexis Linkletter or something and they s- found pictures of us on the internet and kind of they kind of look like us kind of kind of because i also think they find pictures of my great-grandfather so i kind of look like a man too oh mm. yeah but like it still worked it's interesting well we try to do for an episode of Lady Gang, Kelty like asked ChatGBT like who Lady Gang was, who Jack Vanek was, like all of us, and it all like spewed out something. And then she's like, and then I'm gonna do Jared. I was like, don't do it, don't do it. And it I'm... was unavailable. I'm sorry, I don't Aww. know that. <laughs> no, no, no. It won't know me either. The awe, the the feeling, the pity party. It's so funny because that's everyone's reaction, and I'm so glad. I'm like, I don't know if you ever watched Parks and Rec, but Ron Swanson never wants any sort of anything on the internet or like public facing at all. Well, unfortunately, Jared, you're in the wrong profession. I know, but even so, it seems like I'm doing a pretty good job of just being like under the radar. He's the blurry guy. It's the way I like it. Yeah. Except for when I like... Do not feel bad for me. This is how I like it. Um, Okay, so the deep dive that we're going to do today is in 1949, George Orwell's 1984 was published. Mm. Did you guys read this in high school? I have it at home. Jared, did you read this in high school? Of course I did. I mean, a classic book. I read it after high school. Oh, you did? Yeah, I read it in adulthood. Oh. Really? I read it in maybe middle school. Mm. They're not going to make you read that in middle school. I think so. I don't think so. I do. I think think it was at least ninth grade. I read it in preschool. Yeah. Yeah. I read I it in third grade. I, that is, it's way too dark of a book. I read to the read color in middle purple school. in middle school, and that's even darker. I mean, that's true. Yeah. I don't remember any book I read in middle school. Did you school. read Animal Farm? Uh, Not for school, but yes. Mm, mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, I, I guess I'll give the kind of TLDR of what 1984 is. I feel like most people have read it or are familiar with it. It says it introduced readers to the grim and oppressive world of Big Brother, Newspeak, and the concept of a totalitarian regime. Orwell's prophetic novel continues to captivate and resonate with audiences, highlighting the dangers of surveillance, manipulation, and the erosion of individual freedoms. 1984 has become a cultural touchstone, influencing literature, film, and political discourse, leaving an enduring impact on our collective imagination. So, I mean, I think anybody that's read 1984 knows that... uh, in the current state of the world, shit is stranger than fiction. Yeah. And like so much of this shit is kind of happening all around us. And which is crazy because he wrote it in 1949. That's what's so fascinating. But like it's so overt. Like in. Yeah. So, for example, in 1984, there's like a box that looks like a TV and it literally tells you what to do. Like it t- makes well, you exercise and it makes you it tells you everything you need to know about the world. But like you're all seeing this. But it's a monitoring you, too. Yeah. Well, this is something that we're going to go into for true Ah, crime. Never mind. So don't get too far ahead of myself. But that is, uh, that's what we got. Oh, and I have a June 8th quote. Again, I don't know if these are from people on June 8th, but, or if it's somebody born on June 8th, Mm -hmm. but it's from Sonia Barga. 
Braga. The only thing I know is that we came from the stars and that we have the same material as the stars. That's all I know. Everything else, I don't know. Love and I that. love that. Me too. It's so true. As someone who doesn't know anything, I resonate with that. Right? Yeah. I don't know shit. I don't know anything. Same. All right. Well, when we come back, we got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On The Stand. Every week, we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We either love it, we hate it, we talk about it, we vote if it's guilty or not guilty, bring it to you to vote if it's guilty or not guilty yourself. We usually have a listener on the stand. We have one today. Oh, yes. If you want to call, the number is... 818-446-6889. Please call. Air your grievances with us. Let mm. us know what's on your mind, what's grinding your gears. But also, you can leave anything on that answering machine that you want like right now i loved in the last episode we did last week on june 1st we had like someone spill some tea that has been rattling around inside her dying to get out and it like inspired another segment that we want to do so honestly call with anything you want that we have another listener i didn't use this one who called who had just toured john benet ramsey's house because it's on the market and she like had a whole little story i was like this is great, but what do we do with it? Ne- doesn't matter. Leave the message and we'll figure it Wait, out. I love that. Well, that can go into the spill the tea segment. Coming yes. soon. We got to figure out exactly what it is. Mm, but tea time. Tea time. Mm. Love it. Okay. All right. Do you want to start with the listener? Sure. Let's do it. Hi, this is Katie. I'm calling with my on the stand today. Um, I want to put on the stand a peanut butter and jelly on wheat bread. Now, I love wheat bread. I love the wheatest of wheat, the most grainy wheat bread that you can ever find. Give it all to me. Give it to me in a sandwich, toast, all the things. But when I want a peanut butter and jelly, I do not want that wheat bread. And all I want is white, white bread. Like stick to your roof kind of white bread. Like the cheapest stuff that you can buy at the grocery store that's nice and fresh and nice and bleached and white. Um, so anyways, I guess my on the stand is um, I'm prosecuting peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on wheat bread. No, thank you. First of all, jelly's fucked up. So <laughs> this is all wrong. Wait, we don't what do like you a have jelly? instead of a PBJ? You know, I don't like bananas. No, don't fruit. Do you do peanut butter and uh, banana? I don't eat peanut butter on a sandwich. I eat peanut butter in Blossomy. a, I make like a protein shake with like a banana and. You're missing out on the peanut butter and jelly goodness. I like a turkey sandwich. Do this. Mm. I like an egg salad. I like a tuna salad. I don't like a peanut butter sandwich. You don't like a sweet Do you sandwich. trust me? Toast the bread with a little bit of butter. She hates jam or jelly. I'm not done. Toast the bread with a little bit of butter. Peanut butter. Oh, butter and butter. Peanut butter. Use the butter. Yeah, use butter on the I outside like butter. a grilled cheese. Get it nice and crispy. Peanut butter, banana, boom. See, peanut so butter, banana. Lunch. That's my favorite combination. It's awesome. Delicious. Because creamy likes creamy. Creamy doesn't like gelatinous. Yeah, I do. Bananas are creamy. So, like, mm. it's like that's a different kind of fruit than a strawberry to me. Mm. Like, a banana is so yeah. fleshy. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Banana's its own thing. Banana's yeah. my favorite fruit. Yeah, they're pretty good. Pineapp- pineapple. I can't believe that comes from the earth, the way that tastes. It's beautiful. Or a watermelon. It's, but pineapple's so flavorful. It's no, it's so thing. flavorful. It's, it's a- like one of the best tasting dragon fruit. Like there's oh. some flavors in fruit that I'm like, how? Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to the Wonder Bread part of this. Okay. Because Jared and I literally just bought a, a loaf of Wonder Bread from two Costco? days ago. No, just from Ralph's. 
Um, because of this exact reason. So my mom makes these sandwiches that are, my mom is not a cook. She rarely cooks. This is also not really cooking, but she makes a sandwich. Everybody knows this sandwich. This is like a, this is a great, Well, I'm, I'm dying to this is the, I mean, I love it because my mom made it. That's like where my yeah, nostalgia for sure. comes from it. Wonder Bread, a ton of mayonnaise, scrambled eggs, and tomato. And then that's it. No. No cheese? No cheese. I can't eat an egg without a yeah, cheese. You can no, throw some cheese in the scramble. What's What's so crazy? No. It has to be like as is is perfection. Now, I'm a person that like I have to have a crunch. Like I need something crunchy in anything that I eat or else I think it's disgusting. This is the mushiest thing ever because all it is is like a smushy Wonder Bread and but you scrambled. Love it. It's nostalgia. It is. No, it's not even nostalgia. It's delicious. It's, it's fucking it's delicious. But especially because of the Wonder Bread. If it wasn't on Wonder Bread, like she was talking about the wheat bread, it would have been atrocious. The smushy of the Wonder Bread is like Wonder Bread mm. is so good. I have like a nostalgic turkey sandwich. So it's like turkey, yes. mayo, like a provolone or munster. Mm. Like, and that's it. Yeah. Like squished together. And then you're eating almost like a cold hot pocket of turkey and cheese. Ooh. And the way that the, it's like the Wonder Bread just gets it almost does like stick to the top of your mouth. Like it gets like it, yeah. Here's the thing. You're if you're eating bread, you're eating bread. So like wheat. Right, whatever. Well, that was there's a difference, but there isn't. That was the diet industry just like trying to brainwash us into buying like, wheat carbs bread. Are carbs. And I'm sure yeah. if you're really like doing macro or whatever you're doing, like sure there might be something to that. But like you're you're eating bread. Not enough to make a difference. Bread is bread. So I mean, also, yeah, that's how I look white at it. Rice, brown rice. It's all rice. You eat know, what? just rice. eat what you mm. like. Eat what you like in moderation. Yeah. Um, I say that wheat bread is super guilty. I think any. Any favorite food, you should have it exactly as yeah. you imagine it. Yeah. And if your thing is a PBJ from childhood with this white, like you should never deviate. Yeah. I agree. Because like, have you ever said to yourself, like it's the calories just aren't worth it if it's not exactly what you want. Yeah. You know, like don't, don't settle for the wheat bread, my don't friend, settle. if that's not what you want. It's just gross. I don't like wheat so bread. So let's say guilty. guilty. I like wheat bread with butter heaped on it. I mean, I, an egg. I, I have I have waited at Jersey Mike's for 30 minutes for them to get the white bread out of the oven because I did not want to have my sandwich on a wheat bread. But you're like you hyper fixate on your favorite meal. Oh, of the yeah. Day. But I'm like I'm on a purist, too, because like for me, it's like it's not even worth getting the Jersey Mike's and wasting my Mike's experience on a wheat bread. Like I want it the way that I want it. No, it's almost like when we were getting our favorite sandwich from the place on the street, Larchmont Cheese and Wine, and they were out of the one you wanted. You're like, let's just fucking scrap the whole thing. <laughs> Because if they don't have my turkey, turkey then she, she called it off. I called it off. She did. I was like, I'll get another sandwich. And then you just changed the subject and said that you were going to get a acai bowl. I'm like, huh. <laughs> so no sandwiches for anyone. It's just not worth <laughs> it's not worth it. Cause then I like, cause then I can't eat it again for like until I'm ready, you know, cause I'm not going to until it's time. Mm, yeah. Well, uh, until the cycle has happened and then I crave it again. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't want to waste it. On something that I wasn't I like. I'm sorry. I just if I know. it's good. I'm going to get it and like. I can't, but I can I'll over. Make, I'll make an except like exception if they no. Don't have it. If I'll I overeat it, it, I'll get the ick, and then I won't want to eat but, it ever again. I'm like that too. Yeah. We're like, there's a few things I'm taking a break from currently. Ramen. Mm. Oh. No. Last yeah. time it wasn't good for me. Oh, okay. And now I'm like that's disgusted by it because it's so good. But it's also getting hot, so I feel like after your guys' wedding, I'll be back on the ramen train. Yeah. It's not oh, ramen so time. It's not um, ramen time. It's a good time to be icked by it. I, yeah. I had an idea to open a ramen shop called Everybody Loves Ramen. That's <laughs> so good. That's so good. But someone's going to steal that now. Or it already exists. <laughs> I'm sure it exists somewhere. Yeah. I'll Someone, um, there's a pho king. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I like pho king. There's so many good plan words. Totally. Mm. Especially for pho. 
Um, I'm going to go. Great. So this is an on the stand that is inspired by my mom. She's listening. Hi, mom. Um, Does May listen to all of them? I think so. Love you, May. May. And my dad, of course. Love you guys. Yeah. Um, Hugging. And most specifically, hugging a stranger. An acquaintance. Or an acquaintance. Like when you're going like and having a meeting with somebody that you're friendly with or you're going out to lunch with somebody that like is not one of your best friends. And it's like it's, you know, you are expected to go and like hug them high and then like hug them by. You don't want that anymore. I don't. Well, I'm, I'm really putting this on the stand for my mom because I don't really mind it. But she does. She's mm. like. In 2020, we got rid of the handshakes because we definitely don't need to be shaking hands. Like, that's disgusting. I People- still hug your mom. Is she okay with that? She's okay with that. Okay. She likes you. Okay. You're in the inner circle. Good. It's more so just like the randoms, you know? Like, do I need to be hugging you? Do I need to be getting that close to you? Probably not. We really don't. Like, is it an archaic sort of a thing? And like, what does it mean? I love this because um, I know that we both just binged this show, the Jewish matchmaking show. Yes. Did you get to the the part where it's the Jewish couple who believe in not touching at all yes. before getting married. Yeah, which is so crazy. It's crazy, but I when they met and they didn't hug, I thought something was missing. I was like, and you know, like when you go on a first date or something, like a blind date, imagine, like I feel like you need it to like cut the tension yes. almost. Yes. Because otherwise you're both just standing there like, hi, like and oh, it yeah. feels like you're two kindergartners waving from across a table. Yeah. Because like to not even touch for me, I'm too anxious thinking about the awkwardness of not like no, you're having right. a it demarcation cu- for when it starts and when it ends. Yeah. It me, definitely it's like, cuts the yeah, tension. Totally. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. It, yeah, it's like I feel like some wall has not been like breached and therefore I, I'm not ready to begin my encounter with you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like even, a, and I know we're, we're against handshakes, but like some sort of indicator that now our... Now our session begun. has begun. Yeah. You know? It- well, it reminds me like of when, like if you're in a group of people and like you're, somebody's introducing themselves and they like skip by you. And then like, now you're just like in the midst of somebody and you're like, well, I can't interact with you because we've never actually been introduced. I have someone like that in our group of friends, but I'm not going to mention him by name, but like there's a person in our group of friends who I've maybe locked eyes with once, but we've been at like every same event and I've never exchanged a word with him. <laughs> <laughs> Never once. And I'm like, okay. Amazing. And now it's too late. It's been like- I can't believe that's who you just- That is fucking hilarious. (gasps) That is so funny. Because pretty much me too. Really? Oh my God. And Jared has known this person for way longer. But I've ever since like Pink House days, he was around. And like, I've never even- And we've been like sitting next to each other and still no exchange because it's too late now. Yeah. Okay. So I can't introduce myself. He knows exactly who I am. Oh boy, can I speak to this? Oh my god, I love this. Yes. Jared's, every, getting, Jared's getting all rowdy. He's clutching his glass uh, real tight. Wow, thanks, mom, for this. <laughs> every tour that I've ever done with my band, at some point, it's too late to introduce yourself to somebody. Uh-huh. Yes. And on every, I'm not fucking kidding. On every tour we've ever done, there's been at least one guy whom I did not meet. Oh and no. Here's where it all fucking comes full circle. Oh goodness. At the end of every tour. There's a group photo that's taken at some point on the last day of the tour. Every time, everybody shows up, takes the photo together, and then we all leave, say, great luck on your next endeavor. Yeah. (laughs) And then you hug and high five and say bye to everybody. 
and you have to strategically avoid, avoid the that one person. person that you never met Dude, on the tour. Why don't you make it a thing where you like go and introduce yourselves the first day so I, that doesn't happen? I've done that a lot more recently. Like that should just be a thing you do. I've, I've done it a lot more recently, but in especially the past, if you're headlining. No, but you sometimes. Well, one hundred percent if you're headlining. Sometimes have to confront things because I was at a party on Saturday with a few people like this who I've been at the same parties with a bajillion times, and sometimes you just have to say like. I'm always in the same room with you and we've never actually talked. Yeah. So like, I'm like, I know, yeah. you know, I've said that a few times and it really, it really works. If you just cut right to it and you're if like, you cut to hey, it, you're like, hey, how have we yeah. never yeah. even, but like, that's the thing being super direct and airing it out helps. And I'm good at that now without it being awkward Yeah, yeah. because I can psych myself up to be like, pretend you're confident, pretend you're confident. Yeah. And then I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a way around it, but like, it's not an easy way. And if I'm no. in an anxious state, there's no chance I'm doing it. I have yeah. to be, a few drinks in to like be like you're cool enough to be like hey i'm finally doing this yeah. you yeah. know but it's you and gotta do to some be, power poses first to be yeah power poses go <laughs> go the to the mirror. bathroom look in the mirror but to be Hands fair a waist. lot of this happened when i was younger but yeah. but like every tour there's that one guy and you're like oh shit the final day is coming it's funny up. that we have the, one of the same ones yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna go back to the hugging and i'm gonna say it's not guilty because i think that you're right and it is like an indicator of like this social inter inter interaction and interchange wow this social interaction is starting right now and i think that's a really good way to like demark it i yeah. think niceties are important and if i'm going to a meeting with a man i'm fine with a handshake yeah um if it's a romantic context i feel like it needs to be a hug it needs to be a hug if it's a, another woman i feel like pressured for a hug you know like yeah. women don't really handshake no that's even weirder yeah that's the thing i just want to avoid weirdness at all yeah. costs because i will look them in the eye and be even weirder about it yeah, because yeah, yeah i don't know i'll be like be cool man and be, be like, like this was weird okay how do i make it not weird now i'm making it weirder that's right yeah and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy no i agree i don't mind the hugs that much but you know my mom she's like but when your mom you give so few fucks that it's not yeah. weird yeah. and she's not at home thinking about the weirdness she caused by not hugging someone. No, she's, she's like, what feeling, germs are they giving me right now? She's better about not having the germs. Yes. And that's, <laughs> that yeah. outweighs the awkwardness. It does. Absolutely. I support you, May. Not, uh, not, guilty. not guilty. Not guilty for you. Guilty for me. Yes. All yeah. right. Do you want to go? I need a bookend. Yeah. Oh, right. Um. Okay. I've got one. And it's an anecdote. Okay. So I go to the snail place in Burbank. Mm -hmm. And um, not Nail Nation, which I mentioned earlier. This is... <laughs> this is vibes nail <laughs> vibes nails you have multiple nail salons yeah one your work one your home and they have like a picture of audrey hepburn blowing a bubble like the bubblegum one mm -hmm. it's like very parisian themed mm. and the picture is just slightly crooked uh and i've been oh, going there for shit. like two years and i'm like how i noticed it immediately oh and like no one cares Oh no! This would drive me because it's been nuts. there. Because I still go, yeah. and it, no one. And I'm like, am I a dick? Am I an asshole if I go fix it? What's the name? <laughs> and that's not on the stand, but like I'm putting on the stand, like passive ignoring of an easy <laughs> fix, mm. and also like mm. maybe I'm defending people fixing things like that in public places. If pride it's, of ownership, yeah. Take care of your space. You know what? Yeah. Maybe they're just too busy making that money that they don't care. What's the place that we went to after we did the photo shoot with you and Matt? Uh, the restaurant that we went the to. The little French cafe. Oh, hello. We went to La Poubelle, which means the trash can in Francais, if you need to know for when we're in France. Oh, I did not no. know. I'm going practi to practice my French, by the way. Not La Poubelle. No. Oh, well, that's the photo shoot. Schwartz for, and Sandy's? No, no, not that night. The night where we did Jack and I's That photos. was in Los Files. Oh. Do you remember that place? Those little, the little, a little, 
We oh um Kathy Figaro. Okay, so there were a lot of misaligned things on the wall in Tell that place. Tell me, were there? My I'd... brain was going nuts. When really? I, I, was I like, was everything in this room is off. Everything is off. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of chaotic in there. But, it's kind of like an Alice in Wonderland French vibe in but there. But it's like yeah. Parisian decor. It's like that's yeah. how it is, and like there's a charm to it. But Haphazard. When, when I'm walking in and I'm not in France, and I'm like not, a, uh, I was just like so thrown. My OCD goes. Yeah, nuts, it was a little chaotic dude. in there. Well, this nail place, it's a very sterile environment and it's super clean and yeah. super nice. It's like one of the nicest nail salons I've ever been in. So that's why this crooked picture is so out of place. That's See, that's where it needs to be straight. And I'm like, yeah. it's not like a gallery wall where yeah. one is crooked. It's one giant photo. And it's that's been crooked for years. By at least 30 degrees. That's like, insane. Like the most insane crooked picture I've ever seen. And I'm like... Am I putting myself on the stand for fixing it, wanting to fix it, or am I putting them on the stand for ignoring it? I don't know. And also, who's and what do who? you do in that situation? Right. What do you? Because you don't want to be offensive. Like if you go fix their shit, they're like, "What if it's like, it was my grandma's superstition that you leave paintings at thirty percent off?" Dude, I don't know. That's a hard one. I don't know what you do. I think you just gotta like take so a Xanax I'm before you go putting in. Myself on the stand. Are you allowed to fix things like that? That I I'm gonna say guilty. Of fixing. Yes. Don't do it. Don't touch other people's things is where we're going. I just could see this being a curb episode for sure. And I, having it turn right into I'm like at. a huge yeah. blunder. I don't think I would ever Like do you it. go try to fix I, it and it is something like that. They're like, this is my grandma's or dying like a wish. safe hidden behind it. And then I out it. And then and you everyone, like knock the robbed. alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I could see that going uh, south very quickly. Yeah. I. Yeah. I don't think I would touch it. I think that's guilty. Okay. Guilty. I love that though. Stay away and I'm sorry for you. And that would also cause Pick me. I'm, I'm not going there anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't live with this burden. Yeah. No, leave I would a Yelp be review. Be like, hey, that photo. That Audrey Hepburn bubblegum yep. picture is actually yeah. hella crooked. You could. No, you wouldn't leave a Yelp. I'm like, you could leave a Yelp review by still giving it five stars. Should I call and leave an anonymous voicemail? Yeah. When, like, when they're closed? Like, I'd love to come back, but my OCD is not letting me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Guilty. I don't touch that thing. Guilty. Guilty and innocent. Jared? Today, I'm putting on the stand something that affected us today. What? Street sweeping. Uh, okay. Well, we need that. Why are we street sweeping the streets? Because <laughs> they're dirty. We live in a dirty city. So what's it? It's so? cleaning. It's It sweeps up trash. Does it? I think. There's trash everywhere. Imagine how much trash would be there if they didn't sweep it. I think they, suck, I think they suck it up. I don't know. And I think they also put water down. Eh. They do? We what does that do? Maybe it's just a union. I don't think I've ever really seen a street sweeper. What does it do? I don't know, but the parking enforcement this is, where is I'm problematic. Leading. And I'm in two hour parking and it's been way more than that. Dude. Well, I'm you also confused. So I'm for, just confused. So for it. anyone who doesn't live in like the greater like Hollywood or like LA area, street sweeping here, it's different because you got to vacate that side of the street. I don't know. I mean, any city, I, uh, I suppose. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, do they do it in other cities? I'm just a boy from the suburbs. But... Here, there's nowhere to park if they block off one entire side of the street. My problem is, I don't think I've ever looked at a street and said, wow, look at how swept dirty. this street is. Because that's how dirty they are. No, but like, honestly, today when we were parking in the street sweeping, the entire side of the street was vacated and it didn't look that dirty to me. I'll say that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Jared's I was like, point was. It's pretty clean yeah. already. Yeah. There's so not like, a single leaf on the floor. What are we doing? I don't know. It's, what a, is it's it? probably a union that, do you know what I learned? This is going to be wrinkle in the brain. What? Google like the scaffolding unions. Okay. Oh. Because apparently in like cities like New York, they mandate that people like scaffold, like there's some crazy union 
that buildings every like three years have to have like full fucking scaffolding. Like they mandate these crazy things because the unions are really powerful. Oh, interesting. This could be the case with street sweeping. I'm going to have to do a deeper dive. Interesting. I got to find out more about the street sweeping because I don't know anything about it. All I know is like I've never looked at a street and thought, wow, this really needs a street sweeper. I want to look into the street sweeping conspiracy. I bet we could find some shit. Hmm. Look at scaffolding while you're at it. (laughs) Oh, but oh, no. Now I remember what happened. So the scaffolding thing happened where they mandated the scaffolding thing happened because one person died because a brick fell off a building oh, shit. in New York. Oh, so having it as like a canopy almost is yeah, probably so, safer. But no, but like they just want the facades of buildings checked every so many years. Gotcha. But like even new ones, like, but like that's why, you know, they have like Instagram versus reality where it's like you see the Plaza Hotel yeah. in, and it's like normally it's covered in scaffold- scaffolding. It'll yeah. be up for like two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though they don't need it. Oh, yeah. But they have some like minimum requirement of scaffolding wow. that needs to be up. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. wow. That is a new wrinkle. Look it up. That's a great wrinkle. Matt right. told me about it. I was blown away. Well, I'm going to say, I don't know, street sweeping? I'm undecided. That's where I'm at. I'm undecided. But today, to for know me, more. it's guilty because it took us so long to find parking. I'm going to say guilty in Los Angeles only because of our taxes and how how poorly the city is being maintained. Yeah. So I'll say guilty because I think that money could be better spent on the homeless. Yeah, yeah. literally. Um, frankly. So I'll agree with you in LA. I don't know how it's handled in other cities though. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, it is time for some True Crime Rewind. So if you're a super busy person and you don't have time to go to the gym, or maybe you just don't even want to go to the gym and work out in front of a bunch of different people, you need to check out the Aloe Moves app. I'm obsessed with this app. So it makes it easy to keep your wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place. There's yoga, there's Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, and so much more. So either you're a beginner or you're an advanced person, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that will fit your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. So even if you only have five minutes, you can just get some movement in. I used Aloe Moves all during the pandemic. It was amazing. Like I was on my yoga journey and I was obsessed with it. So you can find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quiet moments, even if you don't really want to get a workout on. And when it comes to sleep, it's just important as fitness and nutrition, and they've got you covered with Aloe Moves. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alamoves.com. Dot com and use code FIRST for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code FIRST, A-L-O-M-O-V-E-S.com, code FIRST. Okay, so listen, we are busy ladies over here on The First Degree, and when I have a moment of free time, I don't want to spend it grocery shopping. I want to spend it rotting on the couch and watching reality TV, and that is why I love Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstop is such a huge time saver. So Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They actually restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So you can go on their website and use their filters to suit any of your lifestyle needs. If you're allergic to a certain ingredient, if you just don't want to have it in your life, that's why Thrive Market is so awesome. So whether you're looking for organic snacks for your kids or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. 
Netflix. I love this so much because I don't want to read every ingredient when I go to the grocery store. It's so easy to do it online, honestly, when I'm rotting on the couch. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash first for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash first. Thrivemarket.com slash first. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Get started today and get after your goals. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. For me, I was really struggling to get enough protein. I always do. But Factor's meals are protein-packed, and they're so good. And it's so easy when I'm slammed busy working in the middle of the day to just have lunch right there, not needing to do anything, except heat it up. Head to factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 to get 50% off. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so we're going to get into Big Brother a little bit. Because like we said earlier, Big Brother is reality. We're living in this fucking book for a lot of different reasons. And um, I'll just start off with just like Big Brother in general, right? Like Big Brother is the leader of this like entire party that is controlling its Oceania. We're speaking in the context of 1984. 1984. And we're going to compare it to real life. Yes. Cool. Got it. So obviously, 19, uh, Big Brother, there's like a Big Brother TV show. Like we all understand the concept of Big Brother. Well, two weeks ago, we talked about Big Bed and how they're pushing top sheets That's all of true. us. That's true. Big Bed. Well, Big Bed and like Big Pharma is different than Big Brother. Well, it's pretty I am funny. a Big Brother. <laughs> you are a Big Brother. That's pretty cool. Physically and emotionally. Large brother, but also an older brother. Big Brother. Yes. Yeah, big guy. But I don't I think that's what we're talking about. Um. So... Big Brother in general. Let's get into the telescreens that you were talking about, Lex. Oh, yeah. Sorry I blew the lid off that one. I mean, it's okay. But this is where they basically had all these big screens in everybody's homes that watched them. And told them what to do. Mm -hmm. And we're like, here, do this exercise routine. Yeah. And they were, like, keeping track on, like, people's, I don't know if it was their heart rate, their facial expressions. Like, they're watching, like, basically everything that you're doing. And you weren't allowed to read. So, like, if you had a book, like, you'd have to try to, like, I think one of the characters, the main character was, like, hiding a book. Yeah. And the you never knew if they were watching or not, because obviously you can't watch everyone at once. But the fear mongering is there that they're going to catch you with a book or something. So it's like basically comparing it to our world with our fucking phones and the TVs and iPads and, and computer screens and, and proven like Alexa and things like that. Listening to people previously. Well, like, it's like, yeah, the surveillance of like data mining or yeah. like the Alexa's or, or you say you want a turkey burger and then you get six Jenny O commercials on your Hulu <laughs> and your Instagram and your TikTok the within most random 20 shit. minutes. Yes. The most random shit. Oh, yeah. And everybody knows that. I mean, I don't think there's a single person who hasn't experienced that. Everyone's like right. But it's still yeah. more big brothery. I think it has become so slowly normalized. Yeah. Oh my God. It's that, completely normalized. And, but like now we're kind of cool with it. I am. I'm like, cool. Sell me shit. I just said I wanted. Well, that's the thing with like the whole surveillance of it all. It's like, Oh, you know, whoever is watching. I'm like, unfortunately that's just like how 
our world is. is. Right. And it's fine unless you're Brian Koberger yeah. and you you're they're looking into you for something. Like yeah. don't break the law and then this is pretty arbitrary information, right? Yeah, but like, like you're gonna see the fucking million times I go to Revolve every morning, like browsing for skirts to wear. See the shit I look up on the internet. Like it's so boring, so but stupid. also fascinating. But yeah. it would be useful if I was I'd be being so boring. They'd be like, he hasn't moved in three hours. <laughs> okay, now he's eating a frozen grape. And now he's <laughs> sitting hours. in the same spot again. <laughs> he's spitting some seeds out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like, his grapes are. They'd change the channel. It would be like idiocracy. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> but 1984. Okay, so the next thing is Newspeak. It says it's a purposefully ambiguous, confusing language with restricted grammar and limited vocabulary used, according to Orwell, to diminish the range of thought. For example, in Newspeak, the term plus good had replaced words like better and great plus good that's funny i know so i mean you can kind of compare this just to how everything is kind of like shoved down our throats especially with like politics and media and everything like that the way that things are soft padded to like to sound nicer yeah um i know that there's a thing happening and i I don't know how i feel about it it's not really like i'm not like trying to get like i don't know divisive or anything but i know that in school like i've heard that there are Younger kids are being told instead of like you're wrong, it's like why don't you try thinking about that in a different way? Mm, I don't hate that though. Really? But what if it's math? Math is just different. My only thing is like math. How? how, Okay, unless you're going into a mathematical field. Listen, I value basic math, and you should be able to quantify things. And it's I know it's like more abstract because you need to be able to like envision it and know the quantities and what that means. But I guess I'm just saying I think there's uh, there is value in speaking directly. Yeah. And like and I think this is kind of what they're saying is like by speaking indirectly, you allow people to infer or it's like it's way less. It dilutes your conviction. Yes. That's it dilutes yeah. your you. like yes. the, the purpose, yes. you know, of your of yeah. your thought. Well, and I was saying how it was used to it. It would detail how language can be misused to deceive and control the masses, basically. Yes. Which is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, there was also the thought police and thought crime. So that was basically like you commit a, you could commit a crime by thinking the wrong thing that goes against what Oceania and Big Brother is like basically telling you. And then the thought police can arrest you. Thought police. And it's like, I mean, it's just crazy with things like cancel culture and just how crazed like politically the world has gotten that that stuff is, you know. But in a very applicable way it is a fine line because you can go to jail forever for conspiracy right so like charles manson is an example you didn't he didn't physically kill anyone but he conspired to and he served more his sentence was more severe than everybody so it depends it's splitting hairs in some ways yeah um and obviously the intent behind it matters but i think we are dealing with some thought police stuff yeah you know um yes in some ways well like you're not allowed to question certain things anymore yeah and definitely not authority no well no well you are you you're allowed to question yeah but you'll get in trouble or canceled some in some you know i'm not going to give any examples because i'm not going to depends on which way you're <laughs> going about it, it. Yeah. no i'm not going to get into that but there's a few examples i can think of off the top of my head that are pretty controversial that i'm like i just have questions yeah because yeah. a lot of it doesn't track for me yeah um and i know that if i ever said my questions that i'd get in trouble Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I just want to know more. Well, that yeah, and that's the the problem. And that is kind of like I guess that does 
what you're saying about thought police. It's uh-huh. like it's almost controlling the way that you're thinking outwardly about certain subjects. And exactly. And right. I think that's bad for the evolution of like discussion and progression as a as a species honestly well but that's but that's the reason why they had it in 1984 and how it is like kind of making its way it's more like speak police and speak crime yeah you know what i mean like where it's things that like you can't even you can't question things that are going on because if you do it the wrong way then you're gonna get in trouble like north korea is another good example where it's like you can't question anything or they'll fucking throw you in a cell for the rest of your life yeah even if you're like is this the right way to live should we be starving and miserable and doing dances when diplomats come visit, even though we're like yeah. living in poverty. You know, it's yeah. just like you can't say that or they'll kill you. It's so strange. These parallels, though, you know, going yeah. back that far. And you think about because what what year was this book written? 1949. 49. Crazy. 80 it's, years ago. But that must wild. have been on the precipice of some like weren't they blacklisting people? It was like the communist fears. Yes. Right. Yeah. Back then. So it's yes. like. There must have been something that obviously inspired this where you people were getting thrown on that list for no reason. Just right. like if someone had a, gri- a like a gripe with you. Right. Oh, yeah. Um. So I want to go to like two things that were in the book that are not concept. They were things mm-hmm. that we have. So one of them was the speak right. And it was basically a recording device that you speak into it and it converts speech into text on the telescreen like to to write. So we have like I mean, that's your phones. Siri, Siri, voice memos, speech to text, the whole thing. And then the other one that I thought was interesting is called the VersaFactor. It says in 1984, the VersaFactor was a tool that automatically produces music and literature in line with ruling party standards without human input. So it's like basically like AI, which is crazy. crazy. This guy fucking insightful. So crazy. So it said the so like progressive. The purpose of the VersaFactor is to provide a means of producing creative, quote unquote, output without having any of the party members having to actually engage in a creative thought. It was capable of producing newspapers containing content similar to that found in modern day tabloid, blah, 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 sports, crime and astrology. And then it could also produce films, low quality paperback novels and music. You know what's wild is if you go back in history, there's like certain people were just so right. Yeah. There's this quote from Jim Morrison. I was going to say that. And that Skrillex used in that song. And he basically says, um, Ugh, he's, so he was, pathetic. they were asking him about the future of like music. Of music Where yeah. do you see music being like, you know, 40, 50 years in the future? He says, I, I envision music being a lot easier to create for one person. I imagine one person amongst a sea of computers able to manipulate and control music to their whim. And, I, you said Skrillex used that as a sample. Well, they did. It was like a Doors collaborations yeah. kind of thing that. But Skrillex he's basically put out. talking about DJs. But like well before that was even a remote possibility. Yeah. And so you just look at these people who had this incredible foresight. Like 1984. Yeah, it's terrifying. But it, it, what's even scarier about it is that a lot of that stuff I can draw a parallel to almost every single thing in that book. Yeah. Like to a T. Yeah. No, it's insane. It's terrifying. And you can find someone prophetic in almost every group. Like, take Lala Kent from Vanderpump. <laughs> because that woman predicted literally everything that happened. That's right. She's basically George Orwell. I can't wait to Did be she? her friend. It is going to happen. I'm I'm being a prophet in predicting that. Okay. I think she'll come on our podcast. Okay. She likes your crime, unless that was a Dateline ad, and that's fine. Please, I just... I just feel that that's going to happen. Okay. I love you putting this out into the air. See you soon, Lala. We're manifesting. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to hear about some bad things you people Ooh. did. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I took French in high school, and I was so excited that we were going to France for Jack's wedding so I could practice my French. And it was only when I got there I realized just how rusty I'd gotten. And I wanted to communicate in French with the locals there so badly. If you can relate to this experience, then Rosetta Stone is right for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You can choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a quick and natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is so convenient, and it can be used on your desktop computer or as an app, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Naughty friends, we're gonna just jump right into it, shall we? Here we go. Yes. Hi. So my name—I don't know if you guys will remember me, but my name is Madeline, and I actually sent two of my friends over to you guys to do stories. It was episode 220, Garland Joseph Nelson, and episode 224, Anna Marie Emery. Um, so I don't have a story for your main episode, but I do have a worsty firsty, so I thought I'd call and give that. So back when I was in college, I had a boyfriend. He was like my first serious boyfriend. We were together for like a year and a half. He was kind of shitty and cheated on me, you know, that kind of stuff. But I never broke up with him um, right away. But one random night, I was over at his apartment, and we uh, had sex. And I had this, like, right after he went to the bathroom, I was laying in bed, and I had this, like, existential crisis. Like, I was just laying there, just thinking, like, oh, my God, I don't love you. I don't even think I really like you. Like, you're kind of a shitty person. And I, like, couldn't hold it in any longer. So I got up, started bawling. I was like, I have to leave. I, I'm done. Like, I'm leaving you, and I have to go. The dude tried to give me gas money like as I was breaking up with him carried all my stuff out to my car like we literally just had sex I broke up with him and he's trying to give me money and carry my shit out to my car um so the next day I went home and then the next day he texted me and said so is that it and I said yep and then I uh never talked to him again so kind of shitty doing it right after sex but honestly I don't regret it all right so love you guys thanks bye Madeline what you did, first of all, thank you for sending us those two firsties yes. because they were so good, so like good. truly. And yeah. um, I think we shouted you out at the one one of those episodes because I did know that you sent your friends. So yeah. thank you for that. 
But I'll say men have pulled some weird shit on me like this before. Oh, yeah. Not after sex per se, but after like a phenomenal date. Oh, yeah. Unfriending me on Facebook after you said you wanted to meet my mom. Like crazy, weird shit. I, this is just, that didn't actually happen. But yeah, it's an yeah. example. The contrast. Oh my yeah. god, shit like that happened. But like, all you the gotta time. do, and like, if you can muster some gumption in that moment where you're like, "This is not right for me," your feelings matter more than theirs. Um, well, what she had was a gut reaction, you know, and an it's epiphany. like an epiphany. And like, to be honest, breakups fucking suck. They're gonna no suck if you sat him down, like, and we're so nice to him, and like, let him down slowly. It's gonna hurt him just as much. Like, breakups. You ripped no off the band aid. It was a bad experience for him. He probably fucking hates you. But like, this happens to women every day because men suck, and they don't even care to like. They don't even feel bad about it. The fact that no. you're calling this in means you're a better person than most men. Yeah, you feel bad about it. But like, honestly, like everybody has these fucking experiences. You just were on the, you're. As a gender, we're usually on the other receiving end of it, which is why you feel so bad. But also, you had a gut, you're, you start crying. That's like a nervous system response to something. Like you yeah. had a revelation that like activated your nervous system that there was no coming back from. Like yeah. you weren't going to be able to like kiss him again. Like you had this like physical, you were like repulsed yeah. in some way. I think you honored yourself and I don't think this is a worstie at all. I think that this was just, yeah, it was a very um, character building experience for you. Yeah, you and you honored you? the way you felt. I think he was probably on a wild ride after that. He's probably like, <laughs> what? He was probably had to do some soul searching He's like, after that. I'm not good in bed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I did probably something. Like, oh, fuck. Did I say my mom's name? Yeah. Like, he probably went through these, like, yeah, he's like, rewinding every honestly, moment. Honestly, none of that's your problem. You did what you needed to do, and you yeah. need to protect your, your inner self and your soul and from anyone at all times. Once the ick sets in, there's really not much any That's man right. can do. That's right. The flip switched and she was at yeah. the ick switch. The, the switch flipped. Mm. What did I say? You said the flip switch. Whatever. Same thing. Right. All right. Well, let's leave him with uh, another stanza. Hit him, Lex. Mm. This one's called Big George is Watching. Oh. In every shadow, in every corner, he's watching you at every turn. He's the TV in the cameras. Your movements are of his concern. Oh. He's always watching, always waiting, making sure you follow rules. He's elitist in his thinking and sees us all as helpless fools. <sighs> Is it the government, the CIA, a man with an identity forged? It's then you realize with dismay, it's not Big Brother, it's Big George. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that might be my favorite Bangers one. today. So all this good. morning. All this morning. Oh my so God. So good. I, I love We it. might need to put these out as like an album. I'm down, but I like, think Alexis's greatest hits would be great. Sometimes though, I can't do it, but when I can do it, I'm like, do more. I mean, yeah, while you have all. it, you know. Be careful because the don't put the bar too high. But like Big George is watching feels good. That was good. Love you guys. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Mm-hmm.